Hello, welcome to Prince Try by Track. I'm your host, Darren, and today we'll be talking about when I lay my hands on you. And of course, that is a little tiny eye symbol, and that is the letter U from The Chocolate Invasion. Recorded early 2000 at Paisley Park and released on the 18th of February 2001 at first. Uh, of course, The Chocolate Invasion was released in uh, 2004, uh, a few days after uh, Musicology was released on CD. On the track, it is just Prince. And the track is 3 minutes 39. Joining me to talk about today is Alec Rayner. Hello, Alec. Hello, good to be here. This um, is obviously the opening track, The Chocolate Invasion. So many of these songs were released at so many different times in the previous few years that, you know, some of the tracks came out before this track, other tracks didn't come out before, like after this track, some were, you know, first put on this album. It's, you know, the MPG Music Club, it's very kind of hard to keep track of exactly when all the releases were. Um, you know, but for the sake of clarity, you know, the album was released on the 29th of March 2004. There was going to be a seven CD set, um, which would have been under the, the label of The Chocolate Invasion, which would have included Chocolate Invasion and Slaughterhouse. It would have also collected One Night Alone, uh, Expectation, C Note, um, The War and a remix CD called The Glam Slam Club Mix. Uh, which featured a number of songs that had been, you know, all over the place, including, um, you know, uh, Party Man and Raspberry Beret for some reason. There was a couple of remixes of those <laughs> thrown in there. And the uh, the Moneyapolis remix of Undisputed was going to be on that as well. So it would have been, you know, a seven CD set. Uh, obviously, Prince had had issues getting CDs made. Um, apparently, the original packaging was going to be in a round pleather CD carrying case. <laughs> So Prince had not learned from the whole crystal ball uh, debacle, uh, but apparently, you know, as it as it you know as it happened, Prince was just like, you know, I think I think by the time he was about to release it, he was already getting into you know musicology. Um, you know, there's also rumors of a, an album called Rainbow Children Two, which was going to be coming out in two thousand four, um, but by this point, Prince kind of called the whole thing off and just you know, issued kind of these collections, basically. They're not, I hesitate to call them albums because they're not really albums. They're just tracks yeah. that had been released to MPG Music Club. And they're labeled as that, you know, this is this is labeled, um, you know, tracks spelled T-R-A-X because, yeah. of course, it's Prince <laughs> uh, from the MPG Music Club Volume 1. Um, you know, and it counts as the 29th album from Prince. Um, and obviously the Slaughterhouse is the 30th album from Prince. The Chocolate Invasion the Slaughterhouse always, to me, kind of seemed like um, mixtapes and it's like earliest forms of like the genre back when it was like um, when rappers would just have random songs leak all the time. And then they eventually were like, screw it, let's just release all of them in like a mixtape and stuff like that. That's pretty much... That's kind of how I feel about these two albums. And then the um, the final two albums, Hit, Hit and Run Phase 1 and Phase 2, where some of those songs have been floating around for years, and then they finally yeah. got put on an album. Those always felt more like um, you know, mixtapes to me. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 it's worth saying as well that there was a version of this that was issued originally, you know, as a digital download, and the order is slightly different to the version that ended up showing up on Tidal in 2015. The main difference being that the track My Medallion uh, is on the Tidal version, but is not on this version. And the track uh, The Dance is on this version. 
um, but not on the title version. And there's a little bit of a switcheroo. So, you know, Sex Me, Sex Me Not ends up being the eighth track on the title version, but the fifth track on this. You know, Vavoom and High are switched around a little bit. Uh, and then My Medallion is, is you know, the, is the fifth track on the, the title version. Um, you know, and I, here's the thing. I think the 7 CD Chocolate Invasion would have been a really good idea because that would have just made it easier for people to get this music and it would have meant that this music would have kind of stayed in circulation a bit. As it yeah. is... These two albums kind of, unless you were a member of the MPG Music Club and had the downloads, until Tidal came along, it felt like they were kind of lost. And obviously now they're available on Spotify. That has kind of, you know, rectified that situation just a little bit as well. It, again, this is kind of the final few days almost of Prince kind of, you know, being in obscurity. You know, these are these are tracks that were released in a time when people weren't paying attention to Prince. You know, he was releasing jazz instrumental albums. You know, he was just kind of releasing songs here and there. You know, if you're a Prince fan, I guess this is what you'd always wanted. You know, like a few a few songs every month from Prince. You know, in a steady stream. I, I guess I want I want to say it's like a rock ballad. That's what it feels like to me. You know, there's a lot yeah. of guitar. There's a lot of Prince double tracking, triple tracking, quadruple tracking his voice. You know, it's it's probably in terms of you know like uh, there's a there's a little reference where he says Santana in here. You know, and we get kind of like a guitar solo almost kind of that is Santana esque. Um, which, you know, might yeah. be a reference to the fact that, you know, obviously, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Prince was encouraged with Raven to the Joy Fantastic to make an album that was kind of like Santana's, um, you know, Supernatural. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's just like a little nod to that. But yeah, that and just the fact that um, Prince has always been a, like a huge advocate for, um, you know, Santana and just always has um, mentioned like how much he admires Santana. And around this time he was playing Santana songs just in his normal shows, not even on like after shows or anything. So he would do like medleys of Santana songs in his shows. So I, I was probably a little bit of a nod to that. And if I remember in an um, interview, he even said that Santana was a bigger influence to him than like Jimi Hendrix, which was like the common person he was compared to around that Purple Rain time. Yeah. I mean, I always feel like anyone kind of talking about like rock guitarists, I always feel like, you know, Hendrix is, um, you know, like kind of the most boring kind of choice for who would influence you because I don't like, you know, his, the, his body of work is fairly small. And I think what he did at the time was revolutionary. But in terms of what guitarists did in the 70s, they went so far past what Jimi Hendrix did so quickly that I feel like if you get to like the 80s or 90s and your only influence as a guitarist is Jimi Hendrix, then I feel like you've missed a huge chunk of, oh, yeah. of rock history <laughs> and you've lost a huge amount of influences that are probably more up to date. You know, people would probably be saying, you know, like, uh, you know, Van Halen or Steve Vai or, you know, um, Yingwe Malmsteen. Like, there's a whole bunch of really kind of big guitarists that, that came after Hendrix and Santana probably being the first of them that are probably a bigger influence on most artists these days than Jimi Hendrix ever is. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with Jimi Hendrix. I love some of his music, but, you know, what he did as a guitarist in terms of the solos and stuff, I, everyone has kind of already absorbed that by now and they've kind of surpassed it. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like as well how we kind of start this album, which, you know, essentially is only for MPG Music Club listeners. And this song, you know, at the time was released as one of the MPG Music Club releases with him saying this message that you're about to hear is not meant for transmission. So like the idea that he's immediately saying to the listener, you know, this should only be asked to, accessed in the privacy of your mind. Um, and then, of course, he goes, words so intense, so my dear, if you dare to listen. 
Um, take off your clothes and meet me between the lines. Uh, this is, I mean, this is like fairly explicit Prince, considering that, you know, uh, he's in the year when he's about to release Rainbow Children when he's recording this. This is about, you know, this is probably one of the more explicit songs um, that are on this album. Uh, it's kind of almost surprising that he kept this and yet, you know, he, you know, he kind of dropped, you know, my, you know, didn't have my medallion on here and then changed it for the dance or what. Like, I would have thought this would have been one of the songs that, you know, in a later life Prince would have kind of taken off. But instead it's here, you know, particularly as the chorus where he says, you know, are you ready for the touch that makes you go insane? Breast to lips to cheek to mane. I pull you hair, you pull your hair, you'll feel no pain. Are you ready to join? <laughs> the only forever we'll both obtain. The only joy in this forsaken game. You feel ashamed and ordained when I lay my hands on you. And I like, you know, this is this is the kind of prince that I love on a rock ballad, you know, the kind of sensual prince, the prince who is not really kind of mincing his words. You know, he's he's basically like, it's just me and you. And, uh, you know, this is what's going to be happening. Um, you know, I mean, I, th I think as well, the title, you know, when I lay my hands on you. I think the, the term like of laying hands on people, I mean, you can take it in two different ways. It can either be very religious or, you know, it could be violent. Like, so, I, you know, I don't know what Prince is going for here. You know, obviously he's kind of playing up the sexual side. So, you know, I think you're meant to take it as this, you know, he's putting his hands on someone in a sexual manner. But, you know, other in, there, can, there can be other ways where you say someone laid their hands on you and basically means they slapped you. <laughs> or, you know, it, it can be a religious thing with the, the laying on of hands. So, I, I you know, I like that there's a little bit of kind of, you know, different meanings that could be taken by that particular. But, you know, before that, he's saying breast to, leaps to, cheek, breast to lips to cheek to mane, pull your hair off. Like, he's basically making it clear what's going on, uh, but without getting, you know, super obvious about it. Um, you know, which kind of recalls a little bit some of the kind of like 80s Prince kind of rock ballads. You know, this is the kind of tone that he would take in the 80s. Um, and I don't know if maybe just like, you know, the more guitar based stuff maybe ends up always reminding me of, um, you know, of kind of Prince in the 80s. But that's certainly what I feel when, you know, listening to this song. Yeah. You know, he, he then goes back to the verse saying the touch that you're about to feel is the one you've been wishing for. Um, it's been here like an echo inside your space and time. Uh, it's about to get freaky because there's places that I'll be kissing are the places that no other man could ever find. <laughs> and, you know, and I, I like how he leads into the chorus saying, oh, wind up ready for the touch that makes you go insane. Like he, <laughs> this is something he hasn't done in a while, but like that leading to the chorus of like having an end line from the verse that sets it up. I think that's a, you know, a really good kind of uh, thing. And when we get to the bridge, you know, he says, nobody knows like God knows where your deepest parts of your river flows. Snap, snap, undo those nylon hose. <laughs> and around <laughs> your thigh, my finger goes like a cat tiptoes until I reach the capstone. I will touch thee in the softest manner like Europa in the hands of Santana. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we get ourselves a guitar solo. Um, and I don't know, I just, I, I, you know, I like the kind of delivery, the, you know, like between the verses and the chorus, he kind of, the music's a bit quieter and, you know, it's a bit more intimate, you know, and then we get this, you know, we get this big guitar solo and it's, you know, it's the first time probably in a few years that we've had like a really truly memorable kind of guitar solo from Prince, you know, he's been kind of, you know, more into, you know, jazz instrumentals <laughs> the last couple of albums. So this is, you know, when if you're hearing this in 2004 as part of the Chocolate Invasion, this is probably the first time in maybe five or six years where you're hearing like a solid Prince guitar solo. 
Um, I don't think there was any kind of guitar solos on Rainbow Children either. So yeah, um, you know, I do not believe. And that then of is. course we finish once more with the chorus, and then as we get to the end, we have the repetition of "When I Lay My Hands on You," and that's how the song finishes. Of course, I love a song that finishes with a title, and you know, it. This is one of you know, this is one of those things where if you're talking about Prince kind of um you know doing something that is kind of sexually explicit that you know which is always kind of the joke of you know what prince is you know the subject matter of prince in like the 80s was always every single song prince sang was pretty much about sex and you know here is a song that is pretty much about sex and you know i think it's it's a re in terms of like collecting this album i will say you know like like i said it, it is just kind of a collection of songs but i think this is a really good kind of choice for the first song you know if you listen to it in order you know, just having this really big kind of opening rock ballad, I feel is like a really good way to kind of, you know, open the whole album up. Oh, yeah. I definitely agree with that. Um, one of the standout tracks on the um, on the album for me. Um, also, I just want to mention this song, when it's um, performed live, I feel like it transforms to like a, a bigger and better beast. Um just in comparison to the studio version, I feel like um, the live version that I've heard of this um, does a better job of just capturing the energy of it all. Where um, the studio version, I I still enjoy, but um, it's just like a completely different beast um, live. There are a couple of live versions that are out there on YouTube. If you you know if you search for "When I Lay My Hands on You" live, you'll find a couple of them. And yeah, I would agree that like, you know, as a live track, I think he does kind of end up, um, you know, uh, kind of the energy of, of Prince and whomever he's singing this to um, kind of, you know, you really get the, the feeling of that intimacy. I would have to feel at this point that if he's, you know, talking about anyone here, he's talking about his second wife. You know, this is around the time that he would have met her. So, you know, maybe meeting her kind of spurred him to do a song that, you know, by the time you get to Rainbow Children, this would have felt really out of place. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't think this would have fitted as part of Rainbow Children. So it kind of makes sense that it ended up kind of getting held back until kind of Chocolate Invasion came out. Um, but yeah, I don't, like, he, you know, he didn't perform it live until 2009. And then, um, you know, he performed it live. You know, in 2011, the final performance was the for the July um, at the Ahoy in Rotterdam um, in the Netherlands. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, you know, like, I don't know. I feel like it's a really strong opening song. I would say, you know, um, four out of five. Um, you know, as I go through this album, I think it's going to become clear that it's not really an album. You know, you can't like there's no overall thread to the songs. They're from so many different time periods, you know, within these these couple of years. You know, the, and also the fact that Prince changed the order when it ended up on Tidal, you know, like it's just one of those things where it doesn't feel like it's it's an album that's set in stone. Whereas, you know, if you listen to something like Purple Rain, it feels like Prince wants you to listen to those nine songs in that order. Um, you know, here it does feel like you could kind of stick this on shuffle and this album would kind of yeah. work in any order, really. But I think as an opening track, this is a really solid four out of five for me. I, I would go just um, one step lower and give it a three out of five. Which is um, still pretty good. I um, the Chocolate Invasion is pro and the Slaughterhouse are the two um, quote unquote albums that I visit the least. Um, I think it's a it's like a, it's a cool song, but it also almost kind of feels like autopilot in comparison to some of Prince's um, other ballads and like big anthems of this nature. And um, I think just kind of the anthem status is what makes it sound so much better live, in my opinion. 
But I do um, want to give out a major props. I love the, the whole bridge thing, like Europa in the hands of Santana, and then that just ending. And that's that part's pretty awesome. But I, you do have to build to get there. But it's, it's, a, it's a pretty cool payoff. Well, I feel like we said about as much as we can about when I lay my hands on you. So uh, let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug, Alex? Yes, my Twitter is alecrena 98 and I love talking about Prince, and I'm always happy to be on the show. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Drive by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you can email us, not sure why you would, at Prince Drive by Track at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest here, Alex. Oh, yeah, always, always a good time. And otherwise, goodbye. Goodbye.